Welcome to the Energetic Radio Podcast. My name is Dale Sidebottom. Each week, I'll bring you inspirational guests who will help you bring fun, energy, and purpose into your lives. Let the show begin. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast, episode number 260 with Matt O'Grady. How are you, Matt? I am great. Thanks so much for having me, Dale. My absolute pleasure. Now, we were just talking before that uh, I'm in a bit of awe here. Not only have you released two books, but uh, you have released over 600 podcast episodes. Now, mate, that makes you nearly immortal. That is insane. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I, you know, I've, I've never had uh, nothing to say. So, you know, it's, it's easy when you're, when you're talkative like me and you're passionate about what you talk about, it's easy to just keep, keep talking about it. I think uh, it's a very good point. A lot of people got a lot to say, but probably more importantly, people want to listen to what you're saying, Matt. That's probably, mm. that's probably the key yeah. thing, mate. <laughs> yes, I uh, agree. Now, I agree. You know, important yeah. to be on the other side and listen to, uh, but yeah, I love to, I love to share. Uh, people like to seem to enjoy my story and kind of my approach to, you know, cause I really, I, I love to focus on happiness, but I think, you know, a lot of times there's this gap. People think, oh, it's got to be done a certain way. You got to go to a monastery. You got to change your life. You can't be the same person. And that's just not true. You just got to find a way that works best for you. Yeah, and I, I want to talk about that because today I'm going to call this episode reaching new levels of daily happiness. And I think when we talk about happiness, like it's so open-ended people, you know, where do you start? Um, so I know this is such a broad topic, but one of the things I know that you're really big into is obviously practicing gratitude, having a gratitude practice. And I, I do a lot of work, you know, with corporate schools, everyone teaching ways to do this because there's so many ways, you know, that people can practice it. But with all the evidence and research out there of the enormous benefits that it simply by changing your mindset, why doesn't everybody practice gratitude, Matt? Like, like seriously. Because it's so why easy. Not? It's too know, easy. But why? <laughs> it's so easy. You know, I really think that it's, you know, with a lot of things, right. Whether it's like, you know, how to make money or how to get a job or, you know, just anything that anybody wants in life, happiness, we're always looking for the kind of complex thing instead of the simple. And, you know, sometimes the simple, it's like, it can't work because it's so easy and it's so attainable. You know, I could just take 30 seconds out of my day and think about the person I love most in the world, my child, my parent, my best friend, my lover, whatever it is. And I could just focus on them. And I'm going to feel good. How can that change my life? But the facts are that it can change your life. It just seems so simple that I think people overlook it. And, and is that, is that what you, is it, it's not laziness. I, I don't think it comes down to no. laziness. Like we're not, no. and we're all so busy and things like that, but um, like every study I read and everything I talk about, and after every session I do, you see yeah. people change the benefits of actually practicing gratitude and, and instead of focusing on things they don't have, focusing on what they do have or just reflecting on grateful people in their life. So why is there such a kickback? Like what, what, why isn't this just common across workplaces, schools, families? Like why don't we all do this? Yeah, it's such a great question. You know, what, what I've seen is that people seem to be more drawn to the complex. And especially when, when the mind is not relaxed, when the mind is scattered and kind of going all over the place, it's easy to just grab onto, you know, 50 different things and try to hope and wish that something's going to come together instead of being relaxed and dialing in and focusing for even just small amounts of time, but just drowning out, putting the phone down, 
getting a screen, taking a break from screens. Here we are on a screen, but it's <laughs> such an important part of our lives, right? To, you know, I tell people, just look out a window, even if it's just blank sky, right? Just, just get away from the screen for 30 seconds while you're thinking or close your eyes and think of the person that you love or think of something simple and kind that someone did for you recently, you know, because we all have those things. Even if it was a stranger who held the door for us, you know, at the supermarket, it could be the simplest thing. We just think about the pure kindness in a moment like that and focus on it. But people want to go, you know, they want to read long books about it. They want to do, you know, hard things that are really intense or, you know, figure out how to become, you know, a master at meditation. I love meditation. I'm a big fan of it. Uh, but for the simple things of just a few minutes of gratitude a day, I, I recommend to all my clients, do a few minutes in the morning, a few minutes at night before you go to bed, and your life just starts changing radically within a few days. Yeah. And, and just listening exactly what you were saying, it really comes back to being present. Like, And essentially, that's it you said about screen times. We've got all these distractions. We're so accessible. Um, we've got everything going on. But just putting that down and it's essentially just being present with yourself and taking that time to be grateful. That's what it really comes down to. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the other, it's interesting. I like this conversation. It's really good, Dale, because the other piece is the emotions, right? Because the ultimate benefits of experiencing a gratitude practice is when you get that heart center really engaged and you're really feeling emotions. And I think as much as we talk about it and we, you know, me mental health is such a big issue and people are getting there. And I think we've made huge strides from when I was growing up in the seventies and eighties, where people were like, emotions, Boys don't cry, you know, all that stuff that, you know, all those things that are happening. But now, thank God, you know, people are really much more open to it and accepting of it. But I think there's still a gap. I think saying, oh, I'm going to take out time and really get into my feels. People are like, oh, really? Do I have to feel something to do this practice? You know, because emotions can be scary, especially if we're not used to it. Oh, definitely. And, and like you just said there, I think there's a stereotype, particularly for males, that, uh, we don't show those sides. We don't, I know, I'm saying, as you just said, things have come such a long way and particularly I'd say in the last five years. Um, you know, I think if COVID's had a positive, it's made people realise how important it is to not only worry about the physical, but the mental, but also the emotional side and, and make sure you're investing time in that. Have you noticed a, probably a bigger shift in males um, that you work with, oh, Matt, huge. like around that and it, that it's accepted now and it's okay and it's, it's praised to do that? More, more in the last several years, I have more male clients. It's always been the other way. I've always had more female clients. Now I have more male clients than I do female clients. And it's, and it's really a shift. You know, I think the pandemic, another benefit of the pandemic is just made us look at our lives and really say, what do I value in my life? Who are the people? Who are the things? What is the work I want to do? What do I value? Because, you know, especially in the beginning of the pandemic, we all said, hey, is this it? Is it going to be over? Like, are we all going to die from the flu? You know, what's <laughs> happening here, right? And, and so I think it really forced us to really take a close look at our lives and decide, what do I really want for my life? People change careers, people change relationships, people change their health patterns. So now that we're, okay, we're going to survive this. Thank God it looks like everything's going to be okay, although we still have some bumps in the road. It's, it's now how, how do we apply what we learned and, and what we became aware of now that, you know, for the next years of our lives, I think it's really important. People have made some decisions. How do you stick through? How do you do it in a way that's comfortable? How do you do it in a way that you're going to come back to it? 
what, what I love about your work, Dale, is the fun piece. I really think, and especially, you know, I work with a lot of people who are, you know, spiritual or really into, you know, kind of self-development and things like that, but they forget the fun. They, they forget to smile, you know, like smile, man. It's okay. You got, you got to learn how to have fun as you're doing this work, or it just feels like another job feels like that workout you don't want to do or that, you know, paperwork that you can't stand, you know, and you don't want your gratitude practice or your meditation practice to be like that. You want it to be fun and light and enjoyable. Well, so true, man. I really appreciate you saying that because if you're not having fun doing something, you're not going to want to keep doing it. Like, and that's, that's in any aspect of your life. Like it doesn't matter if you're doing housework, chores, if your job, your gratitude practice, um, walking your dog, if you haven't found a fun way to do that, when it's raining and cold, you're not going to go outside and, and do that. You know, you're not going to put that work in. So have you found that, and I don't know um, over the last couple of years that uh, I don't want to ponder on COVID too much, Matt, but you couldn't yeah. buy bikes, you couldn't buy puzzles, you right. couldn't buy coloring in books, which was brilliant because people were doing things that I haven't done before. But has, has that just gone by the wayside? A lot of people, and particularly people you're coaching and working with, do you think that they've realized the benefits of slowing down and what they've done or that they've just kicked back into gear now and they're back to how it was? I'd say for the people that are a little more awakened, yeah, they're, they're definitely taking advantage of it. Like one of my clients I'm thinking of, He's just setting up so many more vacations. He's really rethinking. He's thinking about selling his business, you know, thinking about, you know, he's, he's a few years older than me in his mid fifties. So he's thinking, you know, what, what am I going to do and how, how am I going to do it? Because I want to really slow things down. And for a, a lot of other people, I think it's kind of like, okay, you know, forgetting everything and just going back because they haven't gotten that spark yet. You know, and I, I'll do, because you know, I'll never turn anybody away from coaching. I love to help whoever I can. I do all sorts of pro bono stuff. But it's like you can see people that, you know, they dip their toe into it. And it gets like, oh, we got to talk about how I feel, you know, and they're like, ah, I'm not so sure. Uh, you know, <laughs> that that kind of piece. And it's like, you know, what one of the things I love to teach my clients is that, you know, a, a big part of what I think is most important is feeling good, finding ways to feel good. Gratitude is just one small slice. Are you listening to music? Are you exercising in a way that makes you feel good? Are you having fun in your relationships with your friends, with your family, with your significant other? Like, what are you doing to enjoy life? Are you dancing? Are you just getting up every once in a while and being like, you know, I love life, you know, for no reason, just, just for the heck of it, just saying, I love my life, you know, like just out of the blue. Like, I can tell you, I have like a whole feeling in my cheeks just from saying those words, just from raising my hands up and, you know, deciding to do it. And it's sometimes it's that simple, just taking a step, taking some action, some inspired action for our lives, and then seeing how, what happens after that, because it doesn't mean it doesn't need to take years. It can take moments of being awake and open and think good things just come in. Yeah. And I just like watching you just said, Matt, like you can tell you come to life and do you know what I mean? Like you're, you're beaming, you've got a bit more color in your face. I love it. Like, do you find people though, they're like, oh, I should I do that? Should like, they're, they're too worried about, you know, is that the right thing to do or what will other uh, people, what other think? people think? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah that's a big like, one. That's big. Yeah. Do you see that? Like, is, is that something that a lot of, of you know, you like people can't overcome that? 
Yeah, that's that can be a tough one, whether it's like a, a spouse and religion or, you know, close family. And, you know, everybody's kind of never done that before. And you're the first. And I know I, I was the black sheep of my family, so I know what they're going through. It's tough to kind of step out. You know, I grew up in a you know conservative Catholic, you know, household. And so being kind of spiritual and being into yoga and acupuncture and all the different things that I've done, it's kind of like odd, you know, it's like I had to kind of go through that period of time where, you know, my friends and family are like, what's up with you, man? You know, and <laughs> I had right. to kind of deal with that, you know, because I grew up, I was a jock and, you know, love sports and, you know, that kind of thing. So to go, you know, the spiritual direction was, you know, a little bit like, what's up with that guy? You know, but I just found I, I'm a much happier person when I'm connected to that side of myself. Doesn't mean I can't still get out there and whip it around with the guys, but, you know, I, I just, I've, I've always felt that need. So people have to be willing to kind of step out a little bit. And I think, you know, in a world where we're more diverse than ever before, whether it's through, you know, race and religion and sexuality, and people are really just starting to be like, you know what, I, I'm feeling what I'm feeling and I'm going to do it. And I think from a self-development, self-awareness, spiritual place, it's important for us to feel comfortable doing that too. What I, all the, all my fears meant nothing. You know, I was, I was in my mid twenties when I had like my first awakening and, you know, I was nervous, like, Oh, what are my parents going to think? What's my brother going to think? What are my friends, my cousins, you know, what are, what's my girlfriend going to think, you know, and it's all these different things that you're worried about and nothing bad ever happened, you know, maybe a handful of uncomfortable conversations, but that was it. You know, most people were like, come back to me years later. And they were like, Matt, I'm really impressed by you. You're brave. You know, you really, you took a chance, even when everybody else was kind of like, oh, that's different or whatever. You were like, you know what, I'm going to do it anyway. You know? And so I've had people I'm very close to years later, tell me how much they appreciated it. And so, some of them feeling even guilty for not telling me sooner. I'm like, no, don't feel guilty. I really appreciate <laughs> you sharing with me at all. No guilt, yeah. you know, let's let that go. But yeah, I think it's, it's such an important time. You know, I think we're all kind of awakening to what our true desires are, what's in our, in our hearts. And I think that's so important even on corporate, you know, in your work, I know you see it, you know, people are, are really open to it. Uh, a few years ago, I gave a talk to a law firm on gratitude and this whole uh, firm on gratitude. And these people were, um, were really interested in finding out more about what was happening and what was going on. And I, there wasn't a dry eye in the place. It was yeah. amazing. Um, and, and just with that, like, it's do you think uh and i get this a bit like that people say they people say oh we don't do it like that or no that's not how we operate um but how do you know that that's not for you or that that isn't something that you need if you've never done it before um and it sounds mm -hmm. particularly like yeah. what you were just saying where a law firm like that's something that they probably didn't do before um but like what you yeah. were saying when you were growing up people didn't do what you did either but how did right. how do they know that that's not the right thing? Um, how how do we? And this is such a it's a it's a strange but big question for you, Matt. How do we change people's mindset or judgment so that if somebody is doing something different or somebody's trying something that instead of you know questioning that or saying we don't do it like that or saying maybe you shouldn't do it, why why don't we back that person and believe in them instead of you know like your friends and family coming to you? 
years later and saying, oh, you, I'm really proud of you. Why don't we say that to them when they're actually doing it and they need that vote of confidence? Like what, what I, I, I see this all the time and I don't know if it's a tall poppy syndrome or whatever it is. I've not been talking <laughs> for a long time here. I'm really passionate about that, but why don't people just see somebody is really trying to do something good? Why don't you believe in them? Why, why does that happen? Yeah, I, th- I think it's just culture, you know, old patterns, culture and people just dealing with what's most comfortable, you know, and, and you know how it is whenever you try to change a pattern, you know, you get that rubber band smack back, you know, like, you know what, I'm going to lose 50 pounds, you know, and people go out there and they work out for a week or two and then three weeks, a month later, they're not doing anything because they snap back. It's like the thermostat, you know, they go back to whatever it is they're most comfortable with. And I think when people see something new, you know, we know all the people throughout, you know, history, right? The people that are first, I mean, man, they, they might not even survive. Now, thankfully, in, in today's world, you know, we see that that's really not the right decision, right? You know, just because somebody thinks something differently, it doesn't mean that they're bad or wrong. It just means they're different. And I think more than ever, people are trying things that they wouldn't have tried in the past. So, you know, and I think gratitude practice is such an easy, and we all kind of know it to a certain degree. We've all felt grateful at some point or another. And we say, oh man, that was, that person did something so nice for me. I feel so good. I can't, they were so generous. They were so kind, whatever it is. Usually when it's a surprise, you really get that feeling. And when we're younger, we can remember those people who are really kind to us, really compassionate to us. So we all have experiences, even if they weren't as many as we'd like. And then we just have to focus in and accentuate on that. And I think, you know, when it's weird or different, people think, oh, that's weird. You know, that's that's so different, you know. But I think more and more people are getting more comfortable with it. And I think it's just patterns, you know. And I think we're changing those patterns. And the pandemic... And, you know, race relations and all these different things that kind of the world has been going through over the last several years, I think is really kind of forcing us into this space of, of being more comfortable. Mm, I, I think the way you put that, it does make a lot of sense. And just thinking about that, practicing gratitude, I think allows you to be more empathetic. And if you're more empathetic, then you're going to be more understanding if people are trying new things or they're doing something different, really. That's, it really sort of goes hand in hand. Does, it does. And it, you know, gratitude really is, it's one of the reasons I really love it, even though I'm a big meditator and that's a big part of my, my practice. It's, that one's even harder, right? Because it's even weirder than, <laughs> than gratitude, right? It's like, oh man, you're sitting there, what are you, oming? Are you trying to levitate or something? <laughs> You know, all these different things that people say to me throughout the years is funny. Like, are you in a monastery? Are you going to become a monk? Like, oh, like, no, I just want to feel better, be happier, you know, be more relaxed, man. Um, but, but the gratitude thing is we can all relate to it. Most people haven't actually meditated, you know, and it, you know, but they've all relaxed. They, they all breathe and they all close their eyes when they go to sleep. So I'm like, we've all done these things. We've never just actually kind of done them combined together, you know, and we've all experienced gratitude. We just haven't done it as a conscious daily practice. And so it's really just a shift in perspective. And once you shift that perspective a little bit, man, it's benefits, right? I think that the way to really reach people is to give them an experience. I was speaking to a hospital just last week and I was, I just brought people through an exercise and I just love the feedback. You can see it was a Zoom call and I could see people's faces and you just see their faces 
two minute gratitude exercise on the person they love most in the world, just to think about them, see their happy, smiling face, whether they passed or they were still with us, or even if you don't talk to them anymore, you can just, you can visualize them. You can think about them. You can focus on them and just watching people's faces all over their faces. Just like, wow, I can't believe that it works. Can't believe that it feels that good. Just a, a minute or two of time and it completely change how we're vibing. Yeah, I, I love that. And it's such a simple thing to do, but we don't actually allow ourselves that space to think about that person or the person that's really impacted us. And I think the other thing going with that as well, Matt, is that um, I do a similar thing and then I will get people to get out their phone and give them a minute and they have to actually let that person know what they mean to them or how much they love to them. And the reason being that too often, you know, you go to a, like a funeral and, and sorry if people are, this is a hard topic, but go to a funeral and that person isn't there anymore and everybody's sharing all these things of why they love them and what they did well. Why don't we share that when they're alive, when they need to hear it? Like, do you know what I mean? Like it's the most backward thing ever. Like it's like putting your clothes on and then having a shower. You don't do that in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Matt. Like, why don't we do that? Yeah, no, I think, I think you've, you've hit it head on there, especially because that's the, that's the final moment of somebody's physical life, right? So that now we're faced with what's the choice? What's the choice? Well, we're, we're going to remember the good times. It seems so natural. And I, I'm with you 100%. Let's honor people now while we're with them, while they're right next to us, you know, and, and while they're in our lives and they're still accessible, you know, because even, even of course, when people pass, it feels very final, but also people move away. Relationships change, whether it's friendships or families or things happen, jobs, you know, all of a sudden we're just not as close to people as, as we used to. I, I moved last year. I just moved a few towns over, but I just don't see those people as much anymore. You know, I'll still see them, still love them, but you know, it's, it's taking advantage of that present moment living. And I think that's so important. You know, we practice more self-awareness as I know, you know, all these things start to go hand in hand. You know, our happiness is connected to being aware in the present moment. Our gratitude practice makes us happier. Our gratitude practice makes us feel better. So we have the energy to be more self-aware. It's just this cycle of, you know, once you just have to jump in and kind of get some of this stuff going, and then we start to receive all the benefits in all the different areas of our lives. And by listening to that, you make it sound so easy, so beautiful. <laughs> so I know, I know people are sitting there going, oh, listen, these two go, they, they're really passionate about what they're doing and rah, 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 but they're like, I don't understand it. So if people are listening, they're driving, they're running, they're riding, they're swimming, they're going to sleep, whatever it is, if you, where would be just like, because like anything, mate, you just have to start, you know, you have to, you have to put your teeth in and you have to get into it. If you could just say maybe two or three simple things people could maybe action one to be more happier or, or just start doing something positive for themselves. What would that be? Uh, listen, I'm going to, I love to do kind of funny ones. And oh, yes, please. Good. Yeah. Yeah. The shower, the shower, your sh- the shower is your new spot to practice gratitude. You sit there, appreciate that you have hot water. You've got delicious smelling shampoos and soaps. You're safe. You're having some time alone. Appreciate your body. Appreciate your health. Appreciate your senses. As you wash your body, just be grateful that your body works. You can see, hear, taste, smell, touch, walk, dry yourself, you know, because I've been in that 
position with injuries where I couldn't do that. I couldn't take care of myself. And I'll tell you, it's a quick way to start being grateful for what you do have, the simple things in life. So I tell people when every day when you're brushing your teeth, be grateful you have toothpaste, be grateful you have a toothbrush, be grateful you have a mirror in front of you, you have a bathroom, you got a roof over your head. Just be grateful for the simple things. You don't even have to have the perfect relationship or the best job to be grateful for or the millions of dollars in the bank. Just be grateful for the simple things and your life just starts to change. I mean, I've been there with just running water going through my hands and I'm just staring at the water like, look at this, look at this gift, you know? And all of a sudden that just raises your awareness to what you have. Now all of a sudden you walk out of the house and every person you meet, all you wanna give them is love and kindness and compassion. And you just, that's how you wanna live the rest of your life. And then life knocks you down and you get stressed and things happen. You have to kind of build yourself back up again, but that's it. Every day, if you practice, 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 even just a few minutes, you've got that kind of strength and that fortitude to go out and live your best life. Mm, I love that. And it's so, you, these are things we take for granted. Um, it's it's such a, a simple little thing. I know um, a good mate of mine called Ash Manuel runs a company called Grown of Gratitude. He does similar activity with students where he gives them all a green dot and they just need to go put this green sticker on something they can see that they're grateful for. And essentially it's exactly the same as that because each time you see that green dot, it reminds you. And it's not always for just people in our lives or amazing experiences. The simple things we take for granted, like having a toothbrush, roof over head, hot running water, they're the things that can really set that intention for the day. That's right. Without a doubt, you know, relationships are amazing. You know, it's so important for so many of us having money in the bank, having abundance in our lives, health, you know, so important. I love to go to the senses, you know, being able to see, you know, just imagine a life without the ability to see. Yeah. Just for a few moments. Horrible. It's like, yeah, man, it's, not, it's yep. not what we want, you know? And if there's amazing people that are, you know, without sight or hearing that do amazing things. I mean, we all know Helen Keller and her story. I mean, amazing things. However, for us able-bodied people, why not take a few minutes just to be quick? You know, the ability to wrap our arms around the person we love most and hug them, you know, the ability to have that heart center that allows you to feel love and joy and happiness and gratitude. You know, there's so much already in our lives, but it's, it's kind of like we have to learn how to sift through all the stuff to see the gold that's right in front of us every day. Yeah. Cause a lot of time it is. And, and that's a, that's a really good yeah. point. Um, do you find Matt people go, Oh, but this works for you. Cause you're happy. Do you know what I mean? Ah, oh, this, this is easy for you because you're happy or you're in a yeah. good place. Do you get that a bit? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. And you know, I, I tell people the truth, you know, it wasn't always so rosy and so pretty and it took, you know, some significant years and I still, you know, had things happen in my life. I've lost people, people pass away, r relationships change, businesses change, things happen. It doesn't mean that my life is without stress or, or trouble, but I've just really come up with great ways to deal with it, you know, and, and I can teach those to you. So, so that's what I say. I mean, we, we all have, you know, issues in life, life, you know, eventually, you know, we don't stay eternal in these bodies anyway. Right. So, so we all know that, you know, if we're lucky enough, we're going to grow older and eventually pass away. Right. So why not figure out how to live now? Yeah. Yeah. So, so Be true. Now. Yes, it's really true. And I, I say it's uh, don't buy green bananas because you can't eat them. So is there something in your life you're putting off Matt? Like, don't do it. Like, 
don't buy green bananas because live in the present moment. We don't know what's coming around the corner. Um, is that, I suppose, something that, you know, like you were saying with the client you're thinking about that uh, is thinking of selling his business and things like that because he wants to live a life that he wants to live and he wants to live it now. That's it. And that's, it's so important. You know, I think we can, it's so easy to put things off when things are okay, you know, and, and, or just mildly crappy, you know, we're kind of like, you know, we're not kind of forced into that change. It's like, you know, my job's okay. My relationship's okay. My health is okay. So we kind of just stay in that rut of okayness, you know, but you know, it's really some sort of, you know, terrible place really, because it keeps us stuck. Okay. You know, when things are really bad, we make changes. That, that's the benefit of tragedy. That's the benefit of pain is it's a message to say, I got to do something different, you know, but a lot of people, they're just kind of like stuck in this okayness. It's just okay or mildly crappy. So it's, it's like, you know, so, sometimes it's a real benefit when things get bad and people are like, Matt, you're crazy. Nobody wants anything bad, of course, but bad things are going to happen no matter what. It's just part of life. Things are going to happen that we don't want, you know, so use that in your life to make better choices. Mm, and, and I think that's exactly right. At the end of the day, if things in your life are not going how you want them to, it's no one else's fault. Nobody else is to blame and nobody else can do anything about it. It's, it's really on you. And, and that's as plain and simple. And do you find a lot of people don't want that advice because it's too hard? It's too simple. It's too easy, but it's, they, <laughs> yeah, can't, they, I mean they want the answer. Yeah, it depends. Depends on what stage they're in, you know. And and typically, what I what I aim to do is to have somebody kind of bring them, you know, tell them a story, share a personal experience of my own, help them experience. You know, this is like on a on a new coaching client. You know, have them have some experience, get to know them a little bit, help them to look at something a little differently that they're having some trouble with, and then you know, kind of check in with them, see how they feel. And a lot of times they're like, "Man, I just feel so much better." You know, it's like they're kind of surprised. They're like, "I can't." believe I feel better just practicing a little gratitude talking about what's really going on in my life being honest but then because that's you know I, I'm not a therapist I, I don't work with people that way but I, I am a coach and what I love to do is to help people to see things how to shift them how to change them how to go you know because life we could sit there and talk about you know what happened in our past till you know we're very old and blue um and I think it's just and that's okay if, if that makes you feel good then that's a fine path but for me, it's really about, sure, we want to know where we came from and kind of, you know, where our patterns come from. But then it's really much more the time and effort and focus is on how do I change those patterns, you know, and really finding out where people fit because some people need a two minute exercise and other people want to focus for 20 minutes and they want to really get after it. And they need more to kind of like take those big steps. So you have to get to know the person first if you're going to give them individual. But I'd say for almost everybody who's just starting off, just start small and see how you feel. If you like it, you can do more. Yeah, so, so true. And you can't change the past. You can learn from it. But the future is your oyster. And um, that's, you know, that I think uh, being present in the moment is a gift. And that'll be a gift that you can use in the future if you figure these things out. Now, obviously, talking about the past, I've all ask you a few questions here, Matt. You've done over 600 episodes. Uh, what am I missing? What, what's the question that I have not asked you today that I should have? Throw it at me now. Oh, like, what, what, what am I, I missing? You know, I, I don't know if you're missing anything. I mean, I, I think I think you're doing a, a really great job. I mean, you know, I, I, there's so many things I talk about on the podcast. I really talk about my journey, 
you know, on the podcast with 600 episodes, you know, many dozens of them are on gratitude. Many dozens of them are about meditation or actual meditations. You know, that that's another area that I'm really passionate about. I think learning how to once again, do a two minute meditation a day, or just a minute of deep breathing with your eyes closed and trying to relax your body is just so amazing. People just don't attempt it, you know, and I, I want people to know, that it's safe. It's safe to just relax and breathe. Don't even call it meditation. If you call it mindfulness, call it deep breathing, call it relaxation, whatever you want to do, but just find a way to help your nervous system. Just take a break and just be for a few moments because there's so much, we don't realize how much massive amount of power, like, like these quantum scientists do all this amazing work, like, like supposedly in our human bodies, like there's, there's more power than the sun. You know, I don't know how they explain that, but it's, it's like, it's the truth. You know, the truth is that, you know, these, these human lives that we've been given have so much more potential in them than we realize. However, if we never take a few moments to realize it and to connect with it, we miss out on it. You know, so many people just, you know, in that okay state or even pretty good state, but they could be living absolutely amazing lives, you know? And I think, and everybody on the planet, regardless of what they've been faced with, can have their own little amazing slice of this life. And I really find that present moment living, mindfulness, meditation can really help us harness that power and really feel it and get an experience of all of a sudden we just start to say, wow, what is going on here? Like, I feel different. I've got this different kind of energy flowing through me. Like, I feel like I could do anything right now. And that's like, like for, you know, I was into sports for a long time. I think what I was always going for is that runner's high, that swimmer's high, that, you know, feeling of just success and connectedness with my team or, you know, all those pieces that are really about inspiration, really about, you know, human connection, really about human potential. So sports, I think are amazing. You know, my son's in a bunch of sports and I let, you know, he won his, his flag football championship a few weeks ago, seeing the, the, the look on these kids, the joy of just, they really allowed themselves to feel the potential that's inside them. I'm actually a champion at something, you know? It was just amazing to see these nine and 10 year old kids. I was blessed enough to be the assistant coach and just see them out there. And we can all tap into that. We all know a flag football championship for nine and 10 year olds is really at the end of the day, not that big of a deal, right? But when you go through that feeling that they had, and if you can find a way to feel that in your own life for something simple, like just taking a few minutes to relax and breathe and remember that there's some sort of divine spark or something really powerful, whatever kind of words you want to put around it, really special inside this heart, inside this mind and all around us. Now, all of a sudden you're tapping into something that's really special and you can completely change your life. Yeah, I love that. And like just while you were talking then, I was thinking back to, you know, memories of junior sports flags or premierships or things that you've won. And um, that's the thing, like you have these experiences as kids and then life gets so busy and you forget that you 
so you, you know you're part of something you're part of a flock you're part of a, a group that achieves something great together um, and you need to find ways to feel that in other aspects throughout the life and that's essentially what you're talking about there Matt and it doesn't have to be it can be one minute a day and, and what I like is don't label anything if you if you don't need to label anything you just sit there if your eyes closed and breathe for a minute just have a minute break doesn't have to be meditation doesn't have to be a breathing med- like what, whatever it is don't label things right. just do it like put it in so Matt over 600 episodes, coaching, books, speaker, coaching, you name it, it's all there. Where can we find you? Because people will want to reach out to you after this. I've got no doubt. Thank you, Dale. MattoGrittyCoaching.com. And if they just search in whatever podcast thing, you know, they look at Gritty Coaching Podcast. You know, that's that's it. It's MattoGrittyCoaching.com. It's all there. Books, seminars, downloads, YouTube. The, the YouTube channels matter gritty coaching too. So it's all, it's all easy to find. Mate, you've, you've got it. And uh, so everybody listening is episode number 260. I'll have links for Matt's website in there. So go and check it out. And Matt, mate, thank you so much for the chat today. Um, just, oh, I uh, it's it. one of those things, you know, when you, you speak to somebody that just believes in things you do, like it, it just, yeah. it makes you feel good. Now I feel good. And hopefully the listeners have as well, mate. I'm sure they have. So thanks so much for your time and being on the show. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Dale. You're doing an amazing job with your work as I read about you. And I just, I can't wait to watch you to continue grow and change people's lives. So thank you so much for what you do. Oh, champion. Thanks, man.